What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. How do you like that brand new intro to the very first Becoming Kings episode? It's actually my 200th episode. However, if you are a fan of the show, you may have recognized that new opening. I'm so excited to to unveil this. And uh, this is, I'm doubling down. I'm doubling down, as I've mentioned in past podcasts over the last couple of weeks, uh, you know what, the, truthfully, over a year ago when I started this podcast, I was thinking, you know, I, I didn't know exactly where this was going to go. And so easy, easy enough to just call it the Johnny King show because I'm Johnny King. But the more I've really gotten into it, <clears throat> the more challenges I've personally gone through and a lot of my buddies, a lot of my brothers have gone through this past year through the pandemic and everything else it just felt, uh, like it resonated and I started this podcast in March, right before the pandemic started. <clears throat> and then a couple of months later, in May, I believe, April, May, I don't know exactly when, I started writing my book, Becoming Kings. And so it just made sense, the more I thought about it, that this podcast would kind of uh, go in twofold. You've got the, the book, the podcast, and then a lot of the other things that I'm doing uh, with men, both locally and across the, across the country across the globe. So that all being said, where we have so much abundance, so much freedom, so much choice that it's become a problem, right? If we, f- if we rewind the clock, there, there's much of, you know, human history where we didn't have a whole lot of choice. You'd have to work work the land. You'd have to, uh, you just found yourselves into kind of predictable jobs. But now in the 21st century with all of the technology and the abundance that we have, man, we can do anything. You can, you can do a traditional job. You can work from home. You can, you can work from, uh, virtually from your computer, from Fiji, like whatever, whatever you want, right? Sky's the limit. But the challenge that that brings is that sometimes we're overwhelmed with choice. We have choice fatigue and we don't know what to choose, right? And uh, you couple that with generation upon generation upon generation of our, you know, lineage, yours, mine, like our fathers, grandfathers, great-grandfathers, great-great-grandfathers, and so on and so forth, of a lot of men who did not have the bandwidth or the time or the freedom to really heal and look at their past trauma, their wounds. Uh, and a lot of times we just, we just kind of took them from our fathers. Our fathers are the ones who have given us our wounding, okay? And 
our fathers got their wound from their fathers and from their fathers and so on and so forth, right? So we have, this is at least my belief, okay? And I feel like if you're going to be a fan of this podcast, you, you, this might resonate with you. Maybe, maybe not. But the way that I see it is that our, it is our sole responsibility as men to heal our wounds, okay? Because no matter how successful you're going to be, you know, or that you find yourself to be uh, financially, physically, relationally, you're never going to become a king of your lifestyle, of your life, of your kingdoms. You'll never sit at the throne of what's possible for you if you've never healed those wounds because those wounds will always come back and, and just fester, right? So I work with a lot of guys, myself included, I've experienced just so much like suppressed or repressed anger that bubbles up to the surface randomly. And I'm like, what, what the hell was that all about? I think, I think I got all these things going. I'm feeling good. And all of a sudden I get, wham, I get like slammed to the ground emotionally with various things in my life that I didn't even see coming. Okay. So again, whether you've been a long time listener or this is your first, uh, just listen to the, you know, the becoming Kings podcast. I want to welcome you because this is me saying, you know what, I'm putting a stake in the ground. This is what I'm standing for. This is what I've always stood for, let's be honest. And if you're listening to the to the show, you're like, oh, this isn't, you know, this is, yeah, this is what he's been doing. <laughs> but I'm just, I, for me, it's, it's me saying, you know, this far and no farther in terms of, uh, that was like, you know, a Lord of the Rings <laughs> ref- reference, um, that, uh, that we've got to do the work. And if you don't, then you are knowingly kicking the can down the road for future generations to pick it up and possibly heal their wounds, get clear on their life purpose, and then have as much fulfillment as they can. Otherwise, that's what I'm saying, the science of achievement, we can all get really, really good about getting stuff done, but if we're not focusing on the art of fulfillment where the real juice of life is, then man... You're going to be like I was over 10 years ago, where I was deeply unfulfilled, seemingly with everything that I thought I wanted on paper, married, good paying job, uh, healthy, young, you know, I, I more or less had the, the life by the tail, right? And yet I was so just uh, like passionless, numb, just kind of sedated, walking through life, wondering, is this all that there is? Like, there's got to be something more because I'm not feeling a whole lot. Okay. So that is what this podcast is about. That's what in greater depth, my whole book is about, which is going to be coming out soon. And I want you to just feel encouraged because you are by far not the only man that is committed to handling a shit. But I will tell you doing the work is not easy. Okay. It's not easy. And for me, it's been over a decade. I started in 2009 when I first kind of awoke if you will, uh, I don't love that word being woke, but awoken by Tony Robbins at a Tony Robbins event in 2009. I was like, holy shit, this is, this is at least speaking to me as to what I could do to help improve my life. Now it didn't save my marriage at the time. It didn't save me from going through a ton of angst and heartache. Um, but I would not be the man that I am today without it. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, pain as being the um, 
price of admittance to playing this game of life. Okay. So I wanted to read you real quick uh, the foreword that's been written to my book by my coach, Christine Hasler, because <clears throat> I really feel like it's interesting. She's recently married uh, an amazing guy, Stephanos, and she attracted her king into her life. And what she has to say at the beginning of my book is, is pretty cool, coming from a, from a queen's perspective. Okay, So here it is. <clears throat> As she writes, since 2004, I have been a coach. The majority, about 75% of my clients have been women who seek me out to support them in overcoming challenges and making their deepest desires a reality. They yearn for a self-love and acceptance, a career that matters to them and ways to fully step into their self-expression and power. And overwhelmingly, women are also looking for a deep connection to a man, either the one they are currently with or the one they hope to meet. A man who is willing to be vulnerable, a man who is committed to looking within and uncovering issues from his past that need to be healed, a man who prioritizes his relationships and integrity as much as the pursuit of his purpose, a man who isn't consumed by material things but is consumed by a deep desire to love, a man who breaks free from societal conditionings about what it means to be a man and instead carves his own path with virtue, integrity, and honor. A man who takes responsibility for his life, leads with both his heart and his head, and still knows how to play. For many women, this man is elusive. They truly believe he does not exist. Being surrounded by healthy, whole men has come difficult for many of us. Most of our fathers were raised in a time when the conditioning of what men, quote, should be, end quote, meant going to work, not being very present with the kids, stuffing down emotions, and living a very neck-up life. Any kind of therapy or self-reflection was reserved for crazy people and hippies. Then, when we grew up, we often found ourselves disrespected, disregarded, ignored, betrayed, hurt, or harassed by men. Let me be clear. This is not because men are bad. It's because men have not really had stable, healthy models of what it means to be a stable, healthy man. During the recent rise of the feminine, when men have been left questioning where they stand, how they should act, and who they should be. Just as women were asking, where are all the good men? Men are asking, what does it take to be a good man? And just as it is our responsibility as women to do our inner work so we can show up as queens, it is your responsibility to become a king. So what is a king? A man who leads with confidence, not arrogance who keeps his word. He listens and makes others feel safe and seen. He is willing to speak openly about his past, his transgressions, and his pain without anyone having to pry it out of him. He shares what he has learned and how he has changed. He is committed to his purpose not so much that it consumes him. I should say, but not so much that it consumes him. He owns his stuff and is consistently willing to grow in his relationships. He is an incredible friend and treats strangers with kindness. He is devoted to protecting those he loves and being of service in whatever ways he can. He challenges himself physically and mentally, and he has some, some kind of spiritual practice that reminds him of who he truly is. That is a king, and more and more men are breaking down the old masculine paradigms and doing the work to become healthy, trustworthy, loving, reliable, passionate, present, and courageous men. I see it in my clients, my friends, men I work with, and in the author of this book. Men want to be kings, and not in the accumulate wealth, women, and power kind of way. 
They're seeking a way to retain the masculine qualities of strength, direction, clarity, and action while moving away from oppression, repression, and aggression. In order for men to move into this king energy, they need a guide, a way out of the old ways of being a man and a path towards being a king. This book is that guide. Through his own personal stories and experience, Johnny shows the way through the conditioning that is keeping men stuck in outdated and unhealthy behaviors. He sheds light on the fears that men have that aren't often talked about or even known. You will learn how to take responsibility for your life and show up in a way that commands respect. Your values will become your key driving force. You will no longer be chasing success to compensate for your insecurities. One of the essential parts of becoming a king is knowing how to deal with your inner kingdom. The thoughts and feelings that keep you up at night, distract you, nag at you, and get in your way. Johnny will teach you how to deal with your emotions and shift your beliefs so that your inner kingdom is a place of deep contentment. He has had the courage to traverse a lot of roads less traveled so you can trust him and show, to show you the way. It won't be easy. You will be asked to lift the rug you've swept things under. You will be required to be 100% honest with yourself and do some deep ref reflection. You will be called forward into action that stretch you. And it will be worth it. Because by the end of this book, you will know what a king is, is and how to be one. I want to thank you for picking up this book and committing to completing it. You are not only changing your life, you are making this world a safer, more loving place for women and children. You will be an example to other men of all ages of what healthy masculinity looks like. You are becoming a king. So I love that. Thank you, Christine, so much. I honor her. She's such an amazing human being and amazing coach. Uh, she's been on the podcast, so if you have not listened to that episode, go back and check it out. Um, but that's, that, that's what it is for me, man. Like, we, we will either become a warning of what not to be, right? Or we will become an example of what's possible. I choose the latter, you know? But for a lot of my life, and I love my father now so much, and we have such a deep connection, but for 30 years of my life, essentially, I wanted to be nothing like him. I wanted to be the exact opposite. And I know a lot of men who feel that way. And unfortunately, we don't actually have a clear uh, model of what we want to become. We just, we just know what we don't want to come become, right? But the reticular activating system in our mind, the RAS, which kind of like when we're asleep, we don't know that we're asleep, right? We feel like we're awake or we're experiencing life as it really is until you actually wake up and be like, oh gosh, this is just, just a dream, right? But the RAS brings our attention to the things that, <laughs> that we want, right? So say you're looking at getting a new, uh, a new car, right? And you kind of fixate yourself on looking at, at a certain brand of a car or an exact, you know, a specific car, the color, and then you start seeing them everywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's not like someone's just trying to, to pull a fast one on you. They've always been out there. Your mind, your RAS, your reticular activating systems, just actually starts to key into those things, right? But the funny thing is, is that your brain doesn't know uh, the difference between what it wants and what, it, what you say you want and what you don't want, okay? So if you say, don't think about a pink elephant, your mind immediately starts to envision a pink elephant. You know what I mean? So it's just like race car drivers. <laughs> a lot of times when they, when they go into a skid, if they turn their direction and their eyes and their shoulders and everything else to look at where they're skidding, right, the wall, they will skid into the wall. So in much the same way, using all of those as different analogies, 
we as men have to look at where we actually want to go, okay? So it's not only useful to heal our past, but really it's even more, it's, it's, it's important, yes, to heal our past, but then we have to get very, very clear about not, not what is it that we don't want, it's what we do want. Who do you want to become? How do you want to be remembered? What do you want to accomplish in this one and only precious life? That's, that's what I'm so fucking charged up about and what this podcast, my book, my men's meetings, my coaching, my retreats, my everything having to do with this you know, passion project of mine is all about because the world deserves better men, 100%. It doesn't deserve you know, macho, you know, kind of fake egotistical wounded men because those wounded men who are coming from their shadow masculinity, if you will, rather than their light masculinity, they're the ones that are doing all the atrocities that give all the rest of us men who have better heads on our shoulders a really bad name, right? So the point being, we need to kind of take back that that uh, reputation and give men a better name. I, I want us to create a place where, like Christine says at the very end of that forward, where we're making it a safer, a lover, a loving uh, place, uh, a place where women and children don't have to fear us. You know what I mean? So that's what this is all about. And uh, I really hope that you will continue to join me for just a, uh, an epic ride. And so this, w- this podcast is going to focus on all things men's health, okay? Uh, and it's going to go all over the place. But if, if you're going to get to know me, <laughs> if you haven't noticed already by the, uh, by the artwork <laughs> of the podcast is that I don't take myself too, cl- too seriously, okay? Like the whole artwork of the podcast is supposed to be tongue-in-cheek and supposed to be funny, right? There's a lot of men out there who believe that masculinity, being a man means being emotionless, you know, being uh, just lacking empathy. So it's like, it's just very, very black and white to them, which is a masculine expression, right? Like if you're going to get something done, a lot of times we'll put blinders on and we will, we will get that thing done. If it's like, if we're aiming at a target and we're, and we're doing archery, you're aiming at the target and you're wanting to let that arrow go so it hits the bullseye, right? So you're blocking out all other distractions. That's a very masculine uh, like expression of energy, right? But the feminine, which we all have as men as well, allows us to actually enjoy <laughs> the process of learning how to shoot an arrow and hit the bullseye every single time, right? It allows us to really enjoy our lives and the journey to becoming kings, because I, by no means do I feel like I'm a king yet. Yes, my last name is King. <laughs> and I'm playing off of that in terms of my branding. But that's what I ultimately want to become. I want to become a 60, 50, 60, 70, 80-year-old who has very few fucks to give. He's genuine. He's compassionate. He's empathetic. But then he's also like very clear about his purpose in life. Very clear about his, uh, you know, his his word being his bond, right? We're in integrity with ourselves. And I just, I want to experience life with absolute abundance, physically, emotionally, relationally with my, with my woman, with my future kids, um, you know, financially, 
in the in the impact that I that I offer to the world because you can have a shit ton of money and still be so deeply unfulfilled it's not even funny. Okay. So that's the whole point, is that let's not take lives our, our lives too seriously. Like the work does, it can get really heavy and can be really tough uh, and dark at times. And yet we also have to have <laughs> the freedom to to poke fun at ourselves, right? And that's what I love about just hanging out with guys because guys, at least for me, with a lot of my friends, we like to tease each other. We like to razz each other. That's just part of like, like busting each other's balls is like part of the fun of what I like about guys being guys, right? And it's not about uh, obviously judging or humiliating or bullying, okay? It's just more about like, it's a way of that guys do like show each other love, okay? So yes, we can tease each other, but we can also hug each other. We can tell each other that we love each other and we can stand up for each other when each other need it big time, you know? So I've been long-winded enough. I really appreciate you hanging in here with me. Thanks for checking in. Looking forward to catching up with you on the next episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. Until we chat then, have an amazing rest of your day. Cheers. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts, since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend, or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, Follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.